keeps good history A little touch of mystery With lots of hilarity It's Adderall Welcome to Adderall The Heaps Good History Podcast Where in every episode I tell a good story to my mate Tom Shana Shu, Governor About South Australia's unique And often hilarious history Oh yeah Every episode I tell a story. Where am I going with this? I don't My know, name's mate. Dan. I'm a born and bred South Australian. You are. Tom is a Brit. He moved here from the UK. Oh, you pommy bastard. In the age of 15. In the age of 15. <laughs> in the 15th age. In the 1500s. That's why you know so much about history. Tom, mm. you're looking great for your age. Yeah, thank you're like you. Like 600 years old. Thank, yeah, I'm, it's, it's uh, paleo. That's the key. Anyway, South Australia is a great place, but uh, a lot of messed up things have happened with South Australia. Big time. Absolutely. But Tell you what's not messed up. What? The beer of the Shifty Lizard Brewing Co. The Shifty Co. Lizard Brewing Co. Shifty Five? Yeah, these guys are based down at Victor Harbour. Oh, um, sorry, sorry, Governor. no, no, no. They're, they're based down at Old Norlunga, Victor Harbour Road, my oh, mistake. Okay. Um, I'll do the tasting notes and we'll crack it. This is yeah. the Shifty Lizard Pale Ale. It's a cool um, can. Yes, it's a very it's really cool can. Cool. What I think they've done is... I love is... the feel of the label. Yeah, I didn't yeah. What I like, I like it when like craft breweries do like smart things, because what I think they've done is just got a basic can, yeah. and then they've they've done the label. That obviously, they've got different beers yeah, in their range. Yeah, they haven't printed the can. Yeah, and so they, they haven't printed the can. They've got like different sticky labels and put the sticky labels on the can so That's they can smart. just put every beer into a standard can yep. and, and then can. have different labels for the cans hmm. for the different types of beer. And this is the Pale Ale. Tasting notes. Good on you. Our Pale Ale takes you away with a light tropical flavour, balanced perfectly with a hint of malt. The citrus tones at the tail end will bring you back and have you asking for more. Not shifty at all. That's very cool. I love the can. I love the design so far. Um, I wonder how much lizard content there actually is. Well, these guys. I wonder are, if it's artificial lizard. Or I, like, well, I lizard. like how it's kind of like uh, the texture of the uh, the labels, kind of like a lizard yeah. skin. Um, and these guys are at the beer and barbecue festival in September and um, apparently going off. So. Tom drove these beers over to my place, so they're a bit uh, fizzy. They're a bit fizzy. A bit fizzy pops, but um, that's all right. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Didn't spill any on the uh, on that's the right. couch. That's cheers. the important thing. All right. Mmm. Mmm. I like that. I'm gonna have to change his pants. I can't wear them tomorrow. Oh well. Otherwise, I'll go to work stinking of booze. Not a bad thing. Eh, I used worse. to work with you. We we all know. We all know. Yeah, the secrets. We, we all know you've got issues. Anyway, Tom, this is the Adderall of. The Pie Floater. Oh! Classic. Dan. Absolute classic. Dan. Tell me. Talk to me. Talk to me, babe. I have only ever had one pie floater. You are kidding me. And I ate that pie floater six months ago. Really? And it was... It was that, that post on Facebook I yeah, saw? Yeah, it was homemade. One of my mates. Uh, no, that's so, no good. we got to go get a proper one. Well, it was really good. It was good. really, really good. good. So I'm scared that if I go get a proper pie... Like, obviously, I knew what a pie floater was. Yep. Um, and there used to be a van that used to park outside the casino. Yeah, yeah don't ruin the story. That's there, pretty okay. much all I got. All right, all right, okay. There used to be a van that used to park outside the <laughs> casino, used to do pie floaters. See, and that always... would have been gone before you got here. No, it wouldn't have no, been. It no, it wasn't. It was still there. It you should have got one. Because it randomly used to park in, on Franklin Street. Because I, I went to uh, Ironsbury College yeah, yeah. for, for year 12. Fancy for, Yeah, for, for the, to finish I my... went to Prince Alfred College, you dick brain. <laughs> Not Ironsbury. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Um... Yeah, so I went to Isaac College, and yeah. that's like on Franklin Street, and they and they 
pie floater van used to park at the end of Franklin Street, and I used to kind of come out of school on because anyone that knows anything about Ironsbury, it's like you um, it runs later, like you finish at five instead of three o'clock, yeah, yeah, um, because you do like slightly longer lessons and stuff like that. Get um, your smarts on. Get your smarts Not on. Not Mobbury High. No, it's it's it's, it's not. It's no Mobbury High. It's where no Mobbury High. Um, but you. We'd we'd come out of school and it'd be like five o'clock or whatever on a Friday. You'd be starving, and uh, they would be setting up, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, okay. But then obviously they'd they'd sell pie floaters for a bit and then move down to the casino. That's so it. I I was well aware what a pie floater okay. was, but I'd never had one. Oh mate, you missed out because I was like, it just looks dirty. Yeah, they look um, filthy. They do. They look absolutely filthy. And but then for those who don't six, know, six months ago, my mate was like, yeah. I'll make you a pie floater. I'll make you do a homemade one and it'll yeah. blow your mind. And it's like pea and ham soup or something. Not pea and ham, just pea. Uh, just, yeah, pea soup. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, pea soup and then... Well, you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it here. So let's... All right, um, all right. Let's... That, I just want, I'm just trying to say... Yeah. Um, it was a good experience. Good. So I'm shatter, glad. Shatter my illusions and tell me that pie floaters should actually taste like butt. No, no. Look, the thing is, you should be drunk when you have them. You have to be absolutely... Okay. I had my first one. I was 18. It was 2003. Um, my my older friends at the time had just taken me. To so you'd the, never had one as a kid, then? Never had one as a kid. So it's like it's I, a I South Australian you, institution, but it's the, not. The first time I heard about them was when uh, Billy Connolly did his world tour of Australia, so to speak, and it was a TV series. And yeah. he came to Adelaide. Yeah. And he's like, "This is the place to eat in Adelaide. It's the Pie Floater." And he, he explained it, and he absolutely loved it. So okay, that was the first I heard of it. So I was about fifteen. Had one when I was eighteen. Absolutely hammered. All right. So loved when you it. say it's a South Australian institution, it's not a South Australian institution in the same way that like Fruit Chocks is, or like a pie, a Baffles pie at the footy. You know, it's like you don't have it as a kid. It's kind of something that you experience when you're a bit yeah, older. Yeah, it's more, more adult, which we'll get into okay. um, today. So, um, although we've already explained it, I'm going to just read off what I've written anyway. The pie floater, and also just known as a floater, is <laughs> is an Australian dish, particularly common in Adelaide. When you so eat it, not, do, you, do you say, I dropped a floater? Dropped a floater. <laughs> um, and to a lesser degree, Sydney. Now, Sydney do a different take on Shit the pie hole. floater. Um, they have a Harry's Cafe de Wheels. They it's it's not a pie floater. Got no love for Sydney. Uh, it's um it's different, but it's it's still good. But it's no uh, is it, is it's it? no South Australian pie is floater. It? I was in Sydney last month. Oh yeah, I don't rate it. Ah, good. It's, My wife's from Sydney. Yeah, I, I don't rate her. I, no, I <laughs> no, she doesn't listen anyway. Well, that's the thing. She's probably the best thing to come out of Sydney. Oh, that's right. Because it's it's, it's and now all, Sydney's uh, worse off. Now, yeah, that's right. Now she's left. It's all it's all downhill. It commonly consists of a traditional Australian style meat pie, usually sitting upside down, right, submerged in peas, uh, in in a a, bo- a bowl of thick pea soup made from blue boiler peas. It is usually garnished with tomato sauce. Yeah. And the consumer may also add mint sauce, salt, pepper, vinegar, and barbecue sauce, things of personal preference. The pie floater is usually purchased in the street from pie carts as a late evening meal. Late evening being two in the morning. Yeah. It it was like as a SA 18-year-old, it was always like, okay... It's pie cart time. It's 2 a.m. I am smashed. There's a big line here. I'm going to stand on the milk crate, automobile, just like wolf it down. What's your go-to when you've had a few bevies? Um, just whatever's available. Really. Okay. Okay. Just, um, I don't drink that if, often, but um, no, yeah. if I do, I love... Um, no, I couldn't even tell you what, I, what my go-to is. is whatever's there. If there was a pie float event, it's whatever's in front of me. It's my, like, I'll have a pie float. My thing used to be like chips and gravy back okay. in the day. When I was 
you know, when I when I went early twenties, yeah, like yeah. twenty to twenty five, yeah. that kind of age, um, it would be chips and gravy. I, and so British of you, I know. But <laughs> I, um, there's a really, really good. Um, I used to f- I drink a fair bit with a mate at uh, Finn McCall's, like at North. Oh, yep. And there's a really good twenty four hour bakery. Uh, well, they get a mention in this. On, yeah, at Norwood. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And they do. Um, it is they, a good bakery. It is a very good bakery. And they, but they do like they have this really like dirty, thick, dense brown gravy. Oh god. Um, it's super salty, and you, I, you, just, you could just get chips and gravy from there and smash that at two in the morning. I want to smash that bakery. now, and I'm not even drunk. Yeah. Um, although enjoy bakery, I will let you know. Always count your change there. Always. Oh. They've ripped me off. $21 in the past because they changed the 100 they just handed me back the notes I'm like oh you fucking and then bastard. you do the whole hang on I gave you 100 and they're like no you didn't mate yeah 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 oh. and um, then they also changed me like um, 8 bucks one time then I went in there with a mate I paid on card and I'm like hey if you're paying cash can't you change he counted his change he's like yeah my change is wrong and he said to the, the girl serving he's like alright come on like where's the rest of the change and she's like oh my brain is just so scattered today so yeah enjoy bakery um, count your change there but a good bakery okay. um, I'll, I'll tweet them on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> hey you got a shout out in our podcast love have your a ba- love your baked goods but uh, where, where's where, my 20 where, where's my money that's right um, America yeah oh it was in it's a place it was in the States um, 18 months ago mm-hmm. um, yeah 18 months ago no it was more than that. Longer than that. It was almost yeah, two yeah. years. Um, we were working together. It we was were. two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. Boston. Um, there's a place in Boston, uh, in Boston's North End and at um, Cambridge, near where Harvard is. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, park a, the car in Harvard. Yeah. Park the car in Harvard, yeah. So there's two uh, really famous bakeries. It's the same bakery, but it's obviously like a chain. Yeah, there's yeah. two of there's two sites. It's called Mike's Pastries. Oh, I've heard of this, yes. Um, and uh, they do amazing, like, cannolis and cakes mm-hmm. and all kinds, you know, very typically over the top. Like, you get a piece of cake from there, it's like the size of your head. America. Yeah, right? it's America. Like, but, you know, That's a small. Yeah, yeah, even in Massachusetts, like a relatively liberal place, it's like mm-hmm. they still they still go hard. Um, but that's people's go-to at two in the morning when they're really? drunk. Yeah, so yeah. in the Whereas, same way that we go for a Euros yeah. or an AB or a pie yeah, and chips. Yeah, it seems like almost every chip. city has this because in, Phil- yeah. in Philadelphia, where I was about five years ago, it's um, it's Philadelphia cheesesteaks, yeah. which is like yeah. um, like a like a, a roll filled with. But that but that's kind of like synonymous with Philadelphia anyway, right? Like people go there just to get the just cheese. The but Philly you're saying it's also steak. something that people love to eat when they're smashed at two yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the, but 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 for me that was weird. Like, why the hell would you eat? Pie, uh, so sorry. Uh, eating pie makes sense, but why would the hell cake. would you eat? Would yeah. you eat cake? I wouldn't do that. Um, why, you know, why the hell would you eat like a cannoli at two in the morning when you know the option, the alternative would be like a gyros or yeah. a kebab or a chip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to me that makes way more sense. Yeah, and and the pie floater is synonymous with being drunk, as we'll get to in this story. Like, mm. it, um, I think um, I was reading some articles. It's not included in here, but um. Peter Goa is one of the columnists for... Oh, that whoever. guy's a goer. He was like, um, yeah, you have to be drunk to eat it, pretty much. and, and that it, Or yeah. you, you have to be drunk to have the courage to eat it. Is um, it normal for the peas... Is, it's not necessarily pea soup, is it? It's kind of like mushy peas. It's kind of like mushy peas, but you, it, it can also be like a pea soup, like a watery pea soup. Is it normal well. for it to be cold? The pie's hot and the, the, the peas are cold? Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't think so. Okay. 
I don't know. Because in a weird way, that seems appealing. That seems like it would make sense as well. It seems like it would work, but yeah, I don't definitely. know if that's how it's But no, I'm done. pretty sure it's a warm piece. They, they, were, they were usually made on site, like in, in the van or the, the yeah. tent or whatever they set up. But anyway, let's get to the actual podcast. We've, we've done a bit of um, talking. but need um, complaints, Dan. Too much you don't need any complaints. Once the staple of the late... Oh, I took a lot of this uh, article from abc.net.com.au. So it's from an ABC News article. Um, so I have Thank God for the that. ABC. Thank God for the I hope ABC. hope they never get their funding cut. Absolutely not, like uh, Pie Floaters did. Um, the Pie Floater has forged its place in the state's history and earned a spot with the National Trust as a heritage icon. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Anthony Bourdain, Joe Cocker, Billy Connolly, as mentioned, Nigel Mansell, Shane Warne, Angus Young are all high-profile fans of the pie floater. Mm-hmm. Uh, the floater was originally served fresh from a mobile pie cart in the streets of Adelaide. Now, pie carts had been around since the 1870s, and there's kind of like a bit of confusion when pie floaters were actually invented and got around. So right. we'll get to that in a bit. Were like pie carts... Obviously, it would have been a thing in, say, like 1870s Victorian era. It would have been a thing maybe in Britain and someone brings a pie cart over or they bring the concept of a pie cart over. But we've yeah. kind of, we own, in South Australia, we kind of own the the pie thing in a, in a sort of a, uni- a way that's unique to us. Definitely. Because like even growing up in the UK, like I don't, meat pies weren't a thing in the same way they are here. Mm-hmm. And so why, why like, you know how people are like, I'm going to open a, an artisan burger shop. You yeah. know, I'm going to, you know, open up a gourmet burger place. Why aren't people opening up like pie carts and stuff like that? Why aren't pie cart, like, when you know, remember when all those like mobile food carts were a big thing, like Fork in the Road? Do you yeah, remember Fork, fork in the Road? The road. Was kicking yeah, off, why like, isn't there like a pie floater one? I would get yeah, that. Like, yeah, but, even, but even just pie cart, like even just like a cart that you, that you the hand cart that you push oh, around and be serve sick. pies. Why don't we do this? Well, this will be can... the next Adelaide stuff. But <laughs> tell you what, because people don't want a big snack, you do one of the party pies and a, and a little bit of soup, so it's like looks a bit more that could uh, work. Hearty. That yeah, that could work. work. Or, or you do the party pie, like the party pie size for kids. Yep. And then you just have the regular Classic. pie, just just a pie like an entree and a main, just smashing it. And a family, you get like a family pie. You could put a gas bottle in there and just like have it on a really low setting and just like it keeps the pie warmer going. Yeah, and or you just cook the, the pie pies warmer. at home, you put them in there. Yeah, pie warmer. And you just push it around and microwave? just... Microwave? Microwave pies are so uh, Microwave pies are disgusting. But yeah. you'd like homemade pies. Yeah. Like pot belly pies at Handorf. And then you just push it around and sell Look. them. Everyone listening, look out for the Adelol pie cart at the next <laughs> fork in the road. We will be unregistered and serving microwave pies. I'm just saying, pies. like, hipsters love, like, artisan throwback b- bullshit. Yeah, and, and rather, than doing, a, rather than doing a gourmet burger place, why don't you just do, like, a pie cart? Let's do it. All right. So, no one steal our idea. <laughs> you, you know who I'm talking well, to. No, th- th- this will be date stamp. So, copyright, copyright we came up copyright. with it first. We, um, uh, if the idea gets stolen. <laughs> we know um, who it is this time. Hashtag heaps good pie cart. No one's ever stolen anything from us. That's our legal disclaimer. Yep. Allegedly. <laughs> um, uh, and, and I'm just stealing this article from ABC News anyway. So, you know, what have I had to say? To this day, most Adelaideans over the age of 30 would have some sort of enduring memory of the Balfour's pie cart outside the railway station at the North yeah, Sarah CBD. and that's the one I was talking that's about. That's the one everyone yeah. generally talks about, um, although the original was kind of outside the um, general post office in uh, Victoria yeah. Square. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Balfour's pie cart is the famous one. We do have a Balfour's F episode coming. Yes. Uh, this won't be about Balfour's this episode, but there's going to be a 
very special Balfour's episode coming up. Okay, and uh, why is that, Dan? There, we are actually probably going to have our first guest speaker on. Amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's, uh, I'm not going to offer too much, but um, if you've ever had a footy pie, we're going to talk to the man who first created the footy pie. Amazing. So, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, Walter Marsh from the National Trust of SA conceded that the dish... Must sound trust odd him. to outsiders. Now, when was the first time you heard of the dish? That's what I not the dish, the movie with Sam Neill, um, but the, the 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 pie floater. Yeah, probably would have been about the same time when I when I was doing year twelve and stuff, and I would have would have seen the pie because um, oh yeah, we've already been through this. <laughs> you, well, yeah, it was like parked on that corner of Franklin yeah. Street. That corner of Franklin Street and and King William is where the post office is. Yeah. So like it would I would see the uh, the bow, uh, obviously it was you'd the see it setting up. Browned, yeah. yeah, and but they would have like the, the sign around the top of where the window would open. So the window opens at the side, and it's got like a sign that runs around the top, and it would say like you know drinks, like chips, pie yeah, yeah. floaters, and I'd be like, well, that was a pie floater, mm-hmm. um, and I probably yeah, that's probably what I, where I would have heard of it first, and I would have asked people like, what's a pie floater, and yeah. they explained it to me, and I was like, yeah. that sounds disgusting, <laughs> sounds which is why disgusting. I didn't eat one until six months ago. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Um, whether it's an original South Australian creation or an idea borrowed from somewhere else, there's no question it's became Adelaide's own. However, there's still some debate around who was the first to introduce Adelaide to the pie. Okay. There's some good debate around this. But it seems like James Gibbs was definitely oh, one, of, one of the early players, if not the first, in the floater game. In- <laughs> It's a big game, the floater game. In 1883, James Cross Gibbs arrived in Adelaide. Why was he cross? <laughs> Hot cross buns. Too many. Uh, he was crossing the buns. He's, so not, he he's he, not a man he, to cross. He'd moved to pies instead. Um, he moved to Adelaide from... His idea is a bit pie in the sky. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> from Dunbar, Scotland. Scottish accent, please, Tom. Hey, uh, Scotland. Uh, we, yeah, we, we've, we've got some fucking pies for you, eh? After working at a brewery for six shillings a day... I've been working at a brewery for six shillings a day for the last ten years. He had saved I'm going to Australia and sell pies. He'd saved up enough money to buy a pie stall. I had two options. Spend this cash on iron brew or spend it on pies. <laughs> James's brother, Jack, had established a bakehouse in Rundle Street. Uh, in the hey, my brother Jack thinks he's our fucking top <laughs> shit. With his pay, pay sharp. <laughs> but James continued to work at the brewery by day. I'll show you, Jack. But thought, I'll sell my pies at night. I'll, I'll get a cart going and sell my pies at night, you wee bobby. Uh, his business did so well that he left the brewery. Who's laughing now, Jack, <laughs> you wee bobby. And purchased his own bakery in George Street, later to be called Hallett Street. All James's three sons learnt the bakery trade. Uh, you'll learn. You'll, <laughs> you'll learn to bake a pie, or you'll get a fucking black eye. <laughs> That's Gibbs's uh, saying on That's every Gibbs pie. That's Gibbs' motto: learn to bake a pie, learn, <laughs> to, a pie learn, a black learn eye. to bake ye a pie, or get a fucking black eye. <laughs> All his sons learnt to bake pies, so they had no black eyes. Uh, and James Junior. After working in several country bakeries, returned to Adelaide where his father loaned him the money. Hey, you put the cunt in country bakery, <laughs> you little wee turd. Where, uh, he loaned him money to buy a bakery, residence and pie store. James Gibbs Jr.'s pie store was located at the Black Diamond Corner at Port Adelaide. What do you think you're going to take me on with your fucking pie store, you wee booby? So his dad's in the city. 
Uh, Junior's out I'm of port. I'm in the out. city. That's my territory. You stay in the port. I've laid your shite. Your dinner cross Grand Junction road. Your dinner cross Grand Junction road. I'll snap your fingers, you cunt. Uh, so is that Black Diamond Corner? Do you know where that is? In Port Adelaide? Um, I know you like Black Port Adelaide Diamond Corner. Club, but... No, I assume... Well, there's there's a... Well, it says the busy intersection. Yeah, the busy intersection is Commercial Road and... Yeah. And, and um, it's Deline Street and it Commercial says Road. Yeah, and, serving and... the bustling wharves and factories in the area. So yeah. it would be that. So Commercial Road and, and St. And Vincent Street, that corner would is, be the, is ed- the busy bit. Of... It just yeah. Port Road and yeah, so that's where like the Port Anchor yeah. Hotel yeah. and the um and uh, yeah and mm. all the kind of there's a really nice crepe yeah. crepe shop crepe. on it's that crepe. corner crepe stop sh- uh, James shop on that corner. Gibbs Junior's store featured a charcoal stove and hanging tarpaulins to provide warmth and keep out the cold ri- winds blowing off the river. James, hey, keep the <laughs> keep the wind off the river with your tarpaulin. Not gonna keep my wind out. <laughs> Oh, I've had too much. I, I dropped a floater. <laughs> James Gibbs Jr. carried on the successful business and branched out into the wholesale trade of Gibbs Pastries, which are still made in Adelaide to this day. Whoa, do, do you know whoa, Gibbs whoa. Pies and Pastries? I like, think they're so. They're very rare. You can buy them in supermarkets. I looked it up and I'm like, oh, I do know that logo. That's tragic though because like... Like the, if I show you the logo, I'll just get a... Yeah, you but, talk, that, I'll get you but hang on. Logo. That's tragic because like let's... Let, like, okay, when I say famous South Australian say pie brands... And to a lesser extent, Mrs. Max. Is Mrs. Max South Australia? No, it's New South Wales. <gasps> Get New rid of it. Garbage. Yeah. I think that's that's terrible because anyway. terrible because I think Mrs. Max is a better product. No. Anyway, that's um that's a Gibbs pie there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay so they're, they're South. So see, that's tragic. So they're really, really that's tragic because he was the pioneer and they're the really, pioneer. The pioneer ah. and they're really, really South Australian. Yeah. But um, they're like. They're like the LA ice of the pie world. <laughs> they are. Like, I wouldn't pick... Like, if you put a Balfour's and a Gibbs yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't... I don't yeah, but it, it, it's like Balfour's is, is the Coca-Cola. You know what? Villies, Villies is the Pepsi. Pepsi and, Gibbs and, is, and Gibbs is the LA ice of, of the pie of the South Australian pie sorry, world. Gibbs. And look, they're still open. They um they operate out of Exeter Street, Dudley Park. You know what? Everyone listening to this... Go LA out, ice is not a bad product. Go out and buy a Gibbs pie. Go out and buy a Gibbs We're going to buy some Gibbs pie. I'm going to call them tomorrow. I'll tell like, you what. Guys. Yeah, big time. And I'll tell you what. Next episode, we'll have a Gibbs pie as our... Um, to, to accompany our beer of the episode. You know what? They're going to be our sponsor. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have knowing. a Gibbs pie. <laughs> They're going to be the best. Yeah. Thanks, Gibbs Pies, for all your support. But yeah, it's that's kind of sad. Like I didn't even. Assume... I'm keen for us to do more food-related Adelaide episodes, just just purely... so we can eat, <laughs> well, and also so so that I can dis- um, can tell our, our fruit chock story. We'll get to it later. Oh, why have I not thought of that yet? <laughs> yeah, shit. Our classic fruit chock story that has a. I don't even know if you know the backstory behind that. But anyway, this is getting too insidey. Yeah. Um But yes, that's something we need to do. Um. Uh, so James Gibbs was seemingly the pioneer of the pie floater, uh, old Scottish Gibbsy. Uh, but the sudden popularity of his floaters uh, <laughs> meant there were new vendors and competing parts. Everybody wants to get their hands on my floater. So how did he even invent it, though? I think one day he was just like messing around, yeah. dro- dropped a, <laughs> was having a pea soup that- as an entree. Dropped He's, it in there or, or he was like, I can't fucking stand pies. I just sell them because people want to eat them. I'm actually vegetarian. Hence why I, I'm eating this delicious pea soup. Oh, suddenly it's become appetizing. 
Um, just some drunk bastards come up to his pie cart. He's like, "Oh, you want to fucking eat? Do you? Here, have your fucking pie in the soup." And the drunk or, guy's like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, or or, or he um, it was kind of like he wanted to have the soup as his entree mm. and the pie as his main, but then his wife was like. Hurry up, you fuck bastard! We're late. We're you're late for church, and he's like, you know, I'll just you know combine two birds, one a and, stone. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Um, combine A and B and get out the door, and he's like, I'll just slap the pie into the into the into the soup. Yeah. And um, go for broke. Why not? I I think it has happened some sort of that way. And tomato sauce is basically just sugar anyway. So he was like, and I'll just <laughs> chuck I'll chuck dessert on top <laughs> as well. <laughs> this will fix it. Uh, however, however, Tom. James okay. Gibbs was an early player, but other state records indicate the pie floater was reputably born in Port Pirie, oh, South Australia, ooh. the home of Compilates. Oh, the home of Compilates and uh, lead poisoning. I got a fish floater for you, love. I got a fish floater. It's a fish in a in a in a pea soup, and uh, you with uh, a hat served on top. With a hat served on top, and if you uh, if you eat it in under the six minutes. Uh, you win a T-shirt that says, uh, "I, uh, I, I am. I look for the Beaumont children." That's why the saying comes from. I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just comes back to commonplace. Yeah. But anyway, it was apparently born in Port Pirie, uh, conceived by Ern Shorty Bradley in the 1890s. Shorty, um, Shorty why'd you get so fly? Shorty, why'd you get so pie? Uh, um. He well, what from what I heard is yep. um, he hit the flow. Uh, next thing you know, uh, Shorty got low, 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 low. Float, flow. Yeah. Um, Australian food historian Jan O'Connell. Oh fuck off! That's not a real job. <laughs> that is not a real job. That is not a real job. I'm going to tweet Jan. And um, like, hey, Tom, Tom says, what do you do for a job? <laughs> it's like she was filling out an immigration card. She's like, I'm going to New York. What are you going to New York for? I'm just going to... Oh, there's Michelin-star oh, restaurants. God. I want to I sample the goods. And then I'm going to Sydney. She's coming back into Australia. She's like, look, there's, there's um, you know, Anthony Bourdain. I'm, I'm going to his restaurant. I'm going to go to Jamie Oliver. And um, what's, your, uh, what's your employment? She's like, um, <laughs> um, I, um, I'm, uh, I like uh, food. And um, uh, yeah, I'm a food uh, historian. It's not a fucking real job. I'm an Australian food historian. Uh, yeah, we'll let you go this time. Jan O'Connell uh, penned about the pie floater in the timeline of Australian food. Pardon me. Shifty lizard making me burp. Ugh. In it, she suggested that the inspiration for the floater likely came from... <laughs> Sorry. Every time you say floater, <laughs> it likely without from... putting the word pie in front of it, I'm going to laugh. It likely came from Northern England. Northern England accent, please, Tom. That's, uh, Northern England accent is just your standard uh, sort of... Well, that's more Midlands, actually. That is Pro- Midlands. Proper North is more... Yeah, that, that's in- the interesting thing, with even with that shows like Game of Thrones, is like Jon Snow has got a sort of a Jon Snow accent. Everyone's like, he's from the North. That's not a Northern accent. That's Midlands. Don't mind a, a, a big old pie in your hand. Proper North is more. Proper North is more like. Um, oh, it's more like Newcastle. It's more like a bit more like this. Oh, bit of bit of Why? in your pie. Never cross a Geordie boy. <laughs> 
Uh, it likely came from northern England, where pea and pie suppers were a traditional form of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, how entertaining is that, Jan? You know, well, keep in mind that you spend all day in a mine um, with about like one meter square to to work and move in. Um, so any sort of color just, is going to be uh, like, oh, yeah, that's good. Just just getting like just breathing like air that's not <laughs> that's not densely packed with like you know coal dust. And um, being able to spoon like food into your mouth at the end of the day is, <laughs> that is that's entertainment. That is, yeah, that is you know, yeah. being alive is entertaining. Pretty much in Northern England Pretty much, in the eighteen yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Um, so whether Mister Gibbs or Mister Bradley or someone else was responsible, I really want to. I don't think I've ever had a Gibbs pie. And now I really want one. I want. I want. I want to give them a go. And I want to. I want to give them a go. I want to ah. give them a go. I want to believe that they can be as good. As Hashtag Balfour's. give them a go. Get your Gibbs pies out. I reckon that's great. Hashtag give them a go. Give them a go. These are going to be our new sponsor. They shouldn't Without be the LAIs of, uh, of, the, no, of the South they've, Australian they've done pie that. world. They put in the hard yarns and invented the bloody pie floater. What do we yeah. give them? We give them shit. Well, I wouldn't pick that up at a supermarket. No, absolutely not. Oh, but I will now. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe Gibbs is, maybe Gibbs is better than Balfour's and and we just don't know. They don't have the marketing budget. It's like me believing that Mrs. Max was a quality pie, but it turns out it's foreign. Rubbish. Foreign. Rubbish, Mrs. Max. How dare we assume her gender? <laughs> um. Anyway, who's your money on, Mr. Gibbs or Mr. Bradley? For for the pie floater, who invented it? Um, Just on the very brief story we've told. On the basis of the fact that Gibbs is still going, and I would love to to just you know even get a free sausage roll. Oh. Um, I'm going to say it was them. All yeah, the way. I, I think Gibbs invented the. All the way. Actually, you know what? You heard it here first. The official inventor of the gi- beef, uh, the pie floater, is Gibbs. Give him a go. Give him a go. Hashtag give him a go. So anyway, Hashtag whether it was Gibbs Bradley. or Bradley, its popularity on the streets of Adelaide was clear from the start. Despite a love affair that has endured almost 150 years. Pie cart numbers actually peaked in the late 1800s with about 13. Also in the city, yeah. But this is what this is what I'm saying about the whole hipster throwback. Yeah, um, um, they would love that. They would love it. Rock but up also, on a penny farthing. Yeah, that's, that's we could put like old suits on. What did a pie cart Shit, used to yeah. look like? Because obviously, when people say a pie, well, we think just of a, a piece pie of junk, we could do that. Yeah, but when people think of a pie cart now, they're thinking of like um, you know a caravan that's been hollowed out and, yep. and converted to a food truck. Mm-hmm. They're thinking of a proper food truck. But when I, you know, when you're talking, what you're talking about, like l- mid to late 1800s. Yeah. Pie carts. Mm. I'm assuming it's a hand cart that you push. Yeah, or, or horse drawn. Yeah, so, so, so horse drawn. So yeah. like that's what you'd want to do is Shitting go in the floaters. <laughs> go pro- well. Maybe you'd have a car pull it, but you'd make it look old school, and then you just park the car around the corner. Yeah, so you like, make it look like a horse pulled it there, yeah, but then you like, just park oh, the car. Hipsters would eat that up. Hipsters would eat it. You know up. what? We're going it. into. We're going. We're, I'm calling Gibbs tomorrow. <laughs> and just like, Gibbs, what you got to do is just you got to do a throwback like car throwback uh, uh, pie it. cart. Okay, Gibbs, we're taking over your marketing strategy. This is it. Hashtag give them a go. Give them a go. All right. Um, I'm seriously going to contact them. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, do it, do it. But pre-World War One, that what? number started to drop, leaving only 10 servicing the city. During the Depression, it was commonplace to see dozens of unemployed to converge on the pie carts at closing time, seeking generosity from the... Especially, Ben, have you got any pie left over? Yeah, got any pie it's left like over. It's like now with like um, food it's bank different. or with dumpster divers. Yeah, yeah. Dumpster, like a lot of punks did dumpster diving. I don't know, like particularly in the early. It's 2000s. kind of it's interesting though. It turned into that freegan lifestyle. Yeah, but you know what's happening now is that there's a lots of because because of the whole dumpster diving thing, people got caught onto the fact that 
supermarkets chuck out heaps of their stock. Heaps of shit. And so what's happened now is they've got things like food bank, which means like dumpster diving is on the decline because food bank is like charity programs that go around to the supermarkets, collect their old stock, yeah. and actually just give it to people that are in uh, need, which is where divers, it should go. Because like most most hipsters, yeah. most fucking hipsters that I know that went dumpster diving, yeah, like, were, I, were like like you know people that went to like Ainsbury. <laughs> And like, still lived with their parents, and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking dumpster diving, bro." And you're yeah. like, "Yeah, but you can afford to go to the shop and buy food." Yeah, don't do that. Um, whereas if they, and, and I get the principle of like, don't chuck, don't just chuck I out get that perfectly too. good food. Yeah. But I'm, but you know, wasting food, which I hate, which I hate. <laughs> um, but you know, give it to uh, a charity and let the charity distribute it to people that actually don't have food, which is what's happening with food bank and stuff like that. Absolutely. Hashtag food bank. Hashtag give them a go. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hashtag by 1938, the ongoing decline of cart numbers uh, were being lamented publicly. So even like in the 1930s, like people were like, oh, how dare these pie carts shut down? Yeah. Uh, to, been quote, robbed. to quote the Daily Tabloid, the news from 1938. Should I do an old voice? I'll give it a try. Yeah, go. Hungry citizens will no longer... Uh, every time I do it, it's an it's American. It's American, yeah. It's weird. Hungry citizens... Oh, it's just the same. I was just going to do it normal voice. Hungry citizens will no longer know the warm intimacy of these sheltered canvas Ooh, retreats. Big gay. <laughs> Honest hearts and sturdy stomachs will mourn the passing of the floater and, <laughs> and institutions. Every time you say floater without the word pie, I'm going to, to laugh. Adelaide, a hot pie launched on a sea of peas. A hot floater. A hot floater. The old Gibbs special. Oh, give him a hot floater. Give him a smell. <laughs> it was once the, Here's the thing Why it was so popular It was once the only way To get a hot Cheap meal After hours Pretty much Yeah So it was like The original Kind of like Macca's run Kind of thing yeah. It's like Let's yeah. go to the pie floater Yeah uh, Now but, you can just Uber eats it to your door Yeah How about Uber eats it Uber eats the pie floater How about like Oh a, like, a, like a pie floater That so just do u- that. Uber eats Imagine all the drunks We get To your house By the late 1950s Just three carts Remained And endured uh, at the Norwood Parade, the GPO, and North Terrace. And by 2011, all three had vanished from our streets with the North Terrace cart making way for the tram extension. Brilliant. It's a shame. It's a bloody shame. Because I used to love the pie cart. I think, I, I think you know, in honesty, I probably only had three or four pies from there in my life. Is there any reason why pie... I actually once had a pasty floater. Would not recommend. No, it sounds gross. Because um, parsley is just like chopped up carrot and celery, and, right? Yeah, cabbage. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. Um, is there any reason why they couldn't park the pie cart just sort of... You know that little corner bit that goes... There's a restaurant that runs down the side of uh, the casino. Yeah. yeah, I know. Is there any reason why you couldn't park the... Well, yeah, because um, that's where the parking goes for the underground in the in the parking. Yeah, I, I think, like, why not move... I think it, access to just, pie is more important. Yeah, than, definitely. Why not move it under the Morpheus Street Bridge? That would be, like, the perfect Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, okay, you got to walk down a bit further, but, like, at least the tram stop's not, like, interfering with you. Because yeah. it's weird, because the whole bringing back the trams thing is, like, a, is like a throwback Yeah, that's a throwback. Too. Have the pie cart there. Have the pie cart on the trams. Yeah. That's my theory. Boom. Now. Boom! It's done. And because the trams, because the trams, you can put, um, you can actually take your, uh, if you if you're in a wheelchair, mm. you can get your wheelchair onto the trams because they've got the fold down okay. entry things like they have on the buses, mm. like a- accessible. 
You know what? So you could easily wheel a pie car onto the tram. Imagine getting on a tram. And there's a fucking pie Adelaide, car uh, at 2 a.m. At Adelaide Casino. Oh, my God. And like in the middle of the tram, there's just a guy just selling pies. Okay, we're doing this. We're going to get a wheelbarrow. We're going to get some, <laughs> some plastic bowls, some party pies, some pea soup. Maybe in violation of some no, food I'm, safety standards. If we but... don't charge money for it, then, then you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, so by 2011, all three had vanished. Oh, I've already read this. While two te- two pie carts do operate temporarily outside Norwood Oval and the casino during footy games. Oh, hello. The port- I've not seen them at the casino. I go to pretty much every. Uh, yeah, port. I think this article's a bit old. Um, two do. Oh, um, the late night pie cart is a thing of the past. Yeah. However. Some would say the nostalgia for comfort food has inspired questionable acts of devotion. Oh, okay. Records show that at least one South Australian has spent time at a pie cart on his wedding day. Cool. Very cool. cool. That's right. Well, that's that's like, I, I read an article the other day that um, someone had done their, like, wedding reception at a subway. That is, it was Jared Fogle and a 12-year-old. <laughs> a 12-year-old girl. No. That's really messed up. Um, no, it was here in Adelaide. It was oh, really? like some, yeah. Oh, I think God. I think it was like Modbury. It wasn't that far <laughs> from here. <laughs> Nothing makes me prouder than me. <laughs> yeah, being a Modbury resident. Um, so yeah, it's like if people are going to do that and think that that's appropriate, which is clearly yeah. fucking not. See, a pie cart. Subway's, not, Subway's not even a good product. No, and it's not even South Australian. It's like no, yeah, yeah. exactly. So if someone's going to do that and think that that's appropriate, then yeah. I, uh, I don't have a problem with someone having their wedding reception at a pie cart. Well, probably not the reception, but they went there after. Actually, my wife and I, uh, because it was our wedding, we didn't eat the whole day just because we were dancing and drinking and saying hi to everyone. Uh, we got married in Sydney. And uh, at the end of the night, we're like, okay. I feel bad for slagging off Sydney. Yeah? <laughs> it's like, we are bloody starving. So my wife in her wedding dress and me in my tux, we just walked to the nearest McDonald's. I was like, yeah, can we have some burgers? Thanks. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and everyone in the McDonald's was like getting photos of us and things like that. It was great. Well, cool. what so are you going to do? It was kind if of you're hungry. Was, was it the yeah. McDonald's in Darling Harbour? The, like, one of those... uh, yeah, it was. It, it was the one that's on the middle in Darling Harbour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it was packed. And because it was grand final day in Sydney, it was packed and everyone was just getting photos of us. It was really cool. Grand final for rugby. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not a real sport. Not a real sport, yeah. Um, however, while a, once in 1930, a pie floater craving apparently drove a group of starved bandits to commit a daring robbery. This is amazing. A report in the register. I don't know. What this is, is this is like a short film waiting to be made. Oh, definitely. We will make the short film. Okay. Hashtag give them a go. It would, two would be thieves chased a homeward bound pie cart. Police allege that the pieman, the pieman, the pieman, like that's that's actually his job title. Simple Simon. It's like he was filling out the uh, immigration card, and he she's bit, like in front of him. The, the, yeah. the professor's in front of him. Like, I'm a pieman food historian. He's like, I'm a pieman. They're like, one of you's taken the pieman has a better job than Jane O'Connell, yeah, Australian yeah. food historian. Yeah, I'm gonna tweet her. Um, uh, police say they wanted the money, but apparently they were just after they, the pies. It's all instead. about that yeah. pie. Like, we've all done crazy things when we're drunk for food, haven't we? Yes, definitely. Absolutely, yes. Um, then there's always been the connection between pie floaters and local footy. Now, you might not know this, but um, I'm a big Red Legs fan. Like, yes, Red Legs I did know my, that. You did know that. So, many Red Legs supporters, like myself... Count the Maggies. ...have popped out of... There are rivals. ...have popped out <laughs> of Norwood Oval to grab a... Po- Floater from the pie cart uh, yep. just outside the ground. So they set up just outside. I've been there. to see baseball at uh, Norwood Oval a few it's times. Great. It's at West Lakes now, though. Yeah, well, 
it's at a proper baseball place now. Yeah, is, they yeah. made a proper one. We should actually do an episode on the uh, Adelaide Bikes because oh, that's God, really because you've got the Adelaide Giants, which is the team that existed before the Bikes. That's so right. It's, it's interesting. But anyway, there actually is a story about them, and there's a huge story I'm going to do about the Adelaide 36ers, 1994 team, I think it was. Okay. A lot of controversy, a lot of good stories to come from that episode. All right. So yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm, my guess is just steroids. Uh, no, it's not. It, it is drugs of some sort, but it's not steroids. Oh, peps. Peptides. <laughs> um, in the era of the six o'clock swill. You ever heard of the six o'clock swill? Um, that's Australia? That's uh, before Don Dunstan changed the law. There you go. The pubs well done, would mate. close at six o'clock. That's right. So you had to finish work at five, get to the pub as quickly as you could, and just neck a get beer. messed up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so South Australian pubs close at 6pm and patrons... During the week. Yeah, during the week. Yeah. And um, it was at this time the pie floater was particularly popular. Yeah, right. While the trend towards healthier eating has dented its appeal, so that's so why we so, can fall okay, down so, with the hipsters. So if you did, if you did your... Um, we could do like a vegan organic pie. Well, you could, you have that as an option, but I was going to say if you had the pie... the sourced peas. The pie floater cart, you could call one of them the six o'clock swill. Oh, that's a good idea. And one of your pie options. The six o'clock swill. Yeah. Um, it's... Advocates insist it is a wholesome meal. I think that's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch, but I don't think the healthy food thing is that big a deal for like hipsters because, like, I mean, places like Low and Slow, uh, yeah. Port Adelaide, which does amazing, amazing slow cooked American barbecue, that stuff's like not healthy. No, no, one, no, no one's all. eating there thinking not that they're like you know, but it, it but it's it's a it's a you know, you go there once a month or once a you know, and it's it's a once a day, <laughs> once a, but it's but it's like a special treat. Yeah. Um and similarly true. like all the kind of like fancy gourmet hipster burger places, like no one's eating it like you know, like Nordburger and thinking that they're having a healthy lunch. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like right. it's it's there for a bit of a treat. Yeah. The conflicting flame cl- flames claims about the floater's or- origin story <laughs> make it difficult to love this quote by the ABC. Bite down on where the very first floater was served. <laughs> we all know it was Gibbs. It was no one oh, but it was def- Gibbs. It was definitely, definitely Gibbs, Gibbs, but again, every time you say floater without the word pie in front of it, I have to laugh. <laughs> but it likely coincided with the first pie carts being licensed. Australians' love of the humble pie coupled with the convenience of a pie cart probably fueled its initial popularity. Um, and also the role it played during the Great Depression, lining the stomachs of the unemployed, is why it was so. Popular I'm greatly depressed now, just knowing that but I can't also, get a pie floater anymore. Uh, because SA they... highest youth unemployment, so you know maybe it's time for the pie floater to come back. I think so. It's definitely time for the pie cart to you'd, come back. You'd have to make it competitively priced, though, in order for, in order to make that argument that it's still relevant to people that don't have much money. Yeah, you'd have to do it for like six dollars. You have to be. Oh, it have to be like five could, or six bucks do a it pie. For that. Yeah, but but like, but like compare like compare that with like a burger, which is like easily yeah. ten bucks at most like fancy gourmet places. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to make it to make it viable. You'd have to be like, yep, five bucks for a pie floater, and yep. you know, seven for a floater and a bottle of LA ice. <laughs> <laughs> Gibbs and LA ice, a match made in heaven. Uh, yeah, love you, Gibbs. Um, but look, it's hashtag gives them a go. <laughs> gives them a go. Gives them a go. Uh, it was it was the only late night option, and I think that's what made it so popular. Um, it brought together South Australians from all walks of life. Um, you know, office workers, um, truckies, cabbies, whoever was out in the Scorch night. Scorch bastards, unemployed Scots. Scary Scots making pies. Scary Scorch bastards, you booby. Hashtag give them a go. Hashtag gives them a go. It wasn't called hashtag back then. Pound, give him a go. <laughs> Pound sign, give him a go. 
In 2003, the pie floater was recognised uh, as the South Australian heritage icon by the National Trust of Australia, uh, but is now That's only beautiful. available in very few locations. Um, Cafe de Villiers, Enjoy Bakery, Count Your Change on Norwood Parade. Yes. And another from the Upper Sturt General Store. Haven't been. Uh, there's also a few like um, newer hipster gastro pubs which experiment with like new age pumpkin soup and things like that. No. Um, can also be wrong. found at Price's Fresh Bakery. Um, so look, the pie floater is still a piece of South Australian history and we shouldn't let it die. I think it's up to you and I. Bring back the pie floater. Hashtag gives them a go. Gives them a go. All right. Tom, that is the story of the pie floater. How did you think that episode went? I had a laugh. I had a lol. I had a lol. Ding. We hope you all had a lol. I died a lol. Yeah. But um, they're like... They're like the LA ice of the pie world. <laughs> they are. Like, I wouldn't pick... Like, if you put a Balfour's and a Gibbs yeah, yeah, next yeah. to it, I'm like, well, I don't... I don't yeah, but it, it's, it's like Balfour's is, is the Coca-Cola. You know what? Villies, Villies is the Pepsi. Pepsi and Gibbs, and, and Gibbs is, is the LA ice of, of the pie of the South Australian <laughs> pie sorry, world. Gibbs. 